Hello and welcome to the third Sugar Fine podcast and the 77th Beyond the Pine podcast. Oh wow. Oh, wow. Um, and I would like to quickly thank our sponsors for this episode, Robin Hood, Stitch Fix, and Hims for sponsoring us. And thank you guys all for being here and sharing this super rainy Galentine's Day. Thank you, me. Mimi. Yeah. You did all this. Setting it up. I'm so excited to have you guys here. So um, we always start going around the table, just introducing ourselves and how we are connected to um, Sugar Pine. So let's start with Autumn, if you're okay with that. Yeah, totally. Okay. I'm Autumn. I uh, was the Aww. editor of Sugar Pine 7. <laughs> um, I just left and I'm doing a new thing. I don't know. We'll, we'll be known by the time this comes out. It won't. No, but it will be soon. So, but yeah, that's how I am related to Sugar Pine. Right. Um, I'm Vicky, so I guess now I am the editor for Sugar Pine. Uh, Yay. Yay. Thank you. <laughs> well deserved. Um, I'm Nat. I played toy for a while. Now I play Nat. I'm <laughs> Alyssa's friend, who's yeah, with Steven. You're a bridesmaid. You could say you're yeah. one of my okay, bridesmaids. I'm a bridesmaid. It yeah. was weird. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's better though than like mine is just. Hi, I'm Lauren. I'm uh, James's girlfriend. Yeah. 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 James has a girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. I'm so proud we of did him. it. <laughs> Um, I'm Alyssa, and I'm engaged to Steve, and we're getting married in October. Yay! Oh, yay! Pretty finally. exciting. <laughs> I know. Finally, yeah. we had a two-year engagement. Yeah, it's good. Right. Then you get to like really know, know the if you want to yeah, marry them sure. or not. Yeah. yeah. You, you've already gone through all the cycles. Yeah. Like, do I want to marry him? Do I not? <laughs> I like him so much too. He's I, your favorite. Yeah. He's my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. He's Aww. my favorite. Oh. That's great. Sammy Joe. <laughs> okay. I'm Sammy Joe. I am Kib slash Clay's wife. That's all. <laughs> Friend of the show. <laughs> um, I'm Elise. I work at Funhouse, so we share an office with Sugar Pine Seven. And Sorry. I'm very fortunate that you guys um, let me come and play with you all in the crazy stuff that you do. And I feel very. I told me earlier. I feel very touched that you guys included me today. Uh, oh, thank you everyone. for having me. Love you. Everyone loves you. No. Yeah. I love so you guys. Have you in that um, series that we did? Cheers you guys were fantastic. It was yeah. great. I love Benson. Thank you, Mimi. I love Benson. Mimi. Cheers, Mimi. Yeah. Okay, so um, we had a lot of uh, we, they're kind of floating around somewhere, but we um oh. put a thing up on the um Reddit asking you guys to submit some. Uh, sex, love, relationship kind of questions. And thank you guys so much for all of the questions that you sent in. Um, so I guess you guys want to start with one of those? Yeah, sure. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think the one that really jumped out at me. How does sex work? <laughs> <laughs> if you want to do that one, we can do that one. That's fine. Um, <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> drink more yeah. yes um <laughs> so i guess the one um that is I, I guess uh i i guess gravitate towards the most was the what's the hardest part or the most unique part of having a relationship that's kind of out in the public and having it on camera and like what how does that affect you what are the positives or the negatives kind of stuff hmm. so i don't know if anybody wants to jump in on that anybody no 
I'll go. I'll go. People will make a lot of assumptions about your relationship, and people will take jokes to heart. I think mm-hmm. um, they'll speculate about your relationship, which can kind of be a little invasive sometimes. Um, but uh, it's it's also really great because people do really say sweet things to you about you know your significant other or your relationship, which is always really nice. Yeah. yeah. Do you feel like? This is for everyone. Do you feel like if somebody comments something or says something, it can make you suspicious of your significant other? Or someone says something that's like, you take it to heart and you're like, well, maybe it's not good. You know, it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Like if people are assuming things. Um, I mean, I, I could s- maybe sometimes I'm trying to think of like if somebody or maybe more than a little different than that would be if somebody says something negative to you enough times online mm-hmm. about your relationship, then it can make you start to feel like, oh, no, like, what if that's true about me? Or, like, um, I'm trying to think of something off the top of my head. Most people are pretty supportive when I give mm-hmm. Steve shit, so. That, <laughs> <laughs> but I do remember, like, in the early stages of us dating, um, people, like, st- didn't know who I was yet because I'm not online at all, and... Um, so people would say things like, oh, like she's a gold digger, but not, not in like a way that would make you feel good. Not in like a, oh, like, yeah, fuck yeah, I'm hot or something like that. (laughs) Like, no, like in a way that would be like, oh, like I'm a piece of shit and like Steve is an idiot sort of way. So that sort of stuff can make you feel bad about yourself. But I don't think I've ever like taken it. I I can't think of an example of, of a time that I would have taken it out on Steve. It's just, Mm -hmm. like, sometimes the negative comments when you're in a public relationship can get to you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think think it's just, like, with any other, like, negative comments you get from online people about your life where you're, like, it doesn't really apply. So you just kind Mm -hmm. of are able to, like, ignore it, I guess. Yeah, that's true, too. Sometimes I'll look through that person's comment history. Yeah. And I'm I'm curious. I want to know, like, what their frame of reference is. Like, because if they make other crazy comments I'm like okay I can completely disregard anything this person says yeah. Yeah. you know they're just yeah. off the map with everything yeah that's yeah. totally true I, I think mean, what, oh, no, you go for it. I was going to say one of the hardest parts I think that I know Jamie and I both talked about is that when things aren't going perfectly smoothly in your relationship and like it's there's a pressure to not be honest about the fact that like mm-hmm. oh we had a really bad day or we're ha- we're going through something that's like really difficult and it's rocky right now mm-hmm. and you feel like you kind of have to hide all of that and put a smile on because you don't want judgment from other people yeah, yeah. and so it feels mm-hmm. like almost being kind of fake sometimes when things are hard yeah, yeah. I yeah. can yeah. extend like beyond a relationship too because for example about like actually two weeks ago like Clay and I went through one of the most traumatic terrible things in our life not like a relationship but in our family Mm -hmm. and a few days later Mm -hmm. we had to post something for a sponsor like the waste management thing we did and we had so much fun but that happened so close to what happened in our real life but no one sees that like we're here we're all happy but like you have no idea and the same with relationships like people don't know I don't know social media is like your best face Mm and yeah people don't think about that when they're leaving comments. Yeah, and I kind of yeah. worry about people thinking that like Jamie and I have a perfect relationship and feeling like the one that they're in if there's if they're fighting or if they're going through a rough spot that it makes their relationship seem like it's not 
that like they should just drop it and, and it's like everybody has everyone goes through ups and downs in relationships yeah. and I think it's really important to remember that people always put their best foot forward mm-hmm. on social media and there yeah. are things that happen in the background and I mean I think my recent experience has been pretty positive just like coming out to my parents recently everyone's yeah. just been very like congratulations nice. yeah oh, <laughs> it, was, it was a ride <laughs> what did your parents think you were the roommates uh no I mean I don't see my parents very often okay. usually around Christmas time so okay. it's they don't awesome. know a lot of things, but you. recently, yeah. I mean, long story short. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank I love that. Thanks. But yeah, no, the, everyone was like flooded me for the most part, like very supportive. And mm. honestly, it kind of helped. Did anyone say anything shitty? No, nothing. Okay, because I'm gonna shitty. find them on Instagram. I don't think anything shitty. It's not like I probably like just deleted them for the most part. But a lot of people like kind of related to it. it I think a couple people were like going through the same thing, and I was like, oh, yeah. well, that's awesome. Here's my experience. And it's great that's that you awesome. have like that reach now. Yeah. Because yeah. I think about that yeah. too. I mean, I like to think that I'm in a very healthy, pure relationship, and I think that is like a perk of having some eyes on that and on our social media because. We're just in a day and age where the culture is to cheat and to mm-hmm. be, oh, mm-hmm. forever alone. And that's like, yeah. that's literally all I see. That's all I see on my social media because I feel like that's just how it is today. And yeah. it's kind of nice to sprinkle in a little like, hey, you can also be in a healthy relationship, even it's if it's not okay. today. Like, yeah. it could be yeah. in 40 years, but it's there. And you yeah. got, like, you you guys are both pretty public when you got married, too. Yeah. yeah. Is that weird to, like, make an announcement to the world, be like, yeah, we're married. Honestly, like, we didn't, I mean, we didn't announce it even until after we were married because it's kind of nice to keep something personal to you and not yeah. share it all. But then it is also exciting to get to share it. But that's the beauty of social media. We don't have to do it in real time and can kind of right. plan how we want to do it because people are going to, you know. Yeah. 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 That's totally true. Well, something I just thought of that is annoying about a uh, public relationship, um, a recent example I can think of is um, we talked about this on the last podcast, but Natalia and I every year have a girl group that goes to a new country mm-hmm. and uh, we spend some time there. And of course, I'm not going to bring my engagement ring because that we stay in hostels. That's just asking to be robbed and mugged. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this past trip, I had so many people flooding me with comments like, oh, you and Steve must have broken up or you're Jeez. cheating on him or why aren't you wearing your ring? And so that stuff can be yeah. also very disheartening because yeah. Yeah. it's if you're an adult in the adult world it makes perfect sense to not be like flaunting your ring in a different country as you're couch surfing but to children it's not normal and yeah and i'm sure that because they don't have a frame of reference because they're so young that's i just assume that people that comment that kind of stuff are very young yeah but it gets annoying yeah because it's like no i no we're together everything's fine everything's fine i i don't wear like wedding rings not because I wouldn't love to but I just have terrible skin and if I have something like tight against my finger I'll just you should get a tattoo like, I thought about it That's but because like, like kiss of death though um, <laughs> it's very unlucky. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. If you, like, ink somebody's name on you, like, that's, like, you're not supposed to do it. But you and I are getting friendship tattoos. What if I got, like... <laughs> Wait. Hey, but we're not... Wait, we're not we're not, get, we're not, like, in love with each other. Well... I mean, not come to <laughs> a watch, it means, like, time is ticking. Yes. yes. I've heard about that. Really? Oh, and I got pretty, a watch once. Oh, same. Oh. And you can't give scissors either because it will sever the relationship. I know. 
Okay, well, my mom. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> so Jamie likes to Jamie likes to cut his food with scissors. What? What? Jamie. Wait, Jamie. I believe it. <laughs> he does. Wait, like steak or like, <laughs> like macaroni? <laughs> I mean, I guess yeah. it's two knives together. Like, donuts is his thing. But it one year, my mom, my mom got him really nice scissors for Christmas, but she made Jamie give her a penny in exchange for them because she didn't want to sever the relationship. Oh, so, like, if you give, yeah, if you give so like cute. a watch or a, um, a like scissors or a knife, you have to ask them for something in exchange. So it's not like you're giving it to them. It's like the superstition behind Should it. Should I be concerned? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I have, now that I think of it, I have given an ex a watch before. Yeah, same. Weird. Oh no! <laughs> but I gave him a watch a long time ago. What happens when you give oh, a book? Oh no, it was good. Like, <laughs> it was good. So maybe that was happened. Who are you giving a book plug to? <laughs> not James. Not anymore. <laughs> Wait, what is the book plug? I want. I want to know. <laughs> yeah. Right. So I, I had an ex give me like a bunch of butt plugs, like <laughs> like ten at a time. And honestly, we weren't even dating you yet. One like hole. It, we were. I know. <laughs> but they were all different sizes and like all. all I put a picture of it on Twitter. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You anybody's interested, it, the picture's on Twitter. And at first, What's I your Twitter? You to ask me <laughs> it's uh, Nat Strawn. It's Nat Strawn. Okay. And at first, I was like, oh my gosh, like a gift is coming in the mail for me from this guy that I like. This is so oh, romantic. And then I opened it up and I'm like, this is more than romantic. Than I'm like, what the fuck though? But honestly, <laughs> no. But they were like that. nice butt plugs, no, though. No, they're great. So, I mean, yeah, if you're really you know, into butt plugs, are you in a butt plug? No, that's what they Okay. I'm trying to find the positive. Did they come they in like an Amazon quality. box or was it like a, it was a gift wrap? It was an like Amazon you... and it was like literally like every uh-huh. size. Like if you find that list? picture, the, I oh, have one that has a bunny tail on it. I have one that has a heart on it. There's one that has Whoa. stars. I never on even them. thought about a bunny tail. Like you could yeah create I have a, a tail for yourself. Well, okay. Oh yeah. There's nothing weirder than looking at yourself with a fucking squirrel tail coming out the back of your. <laughs> like I don't know what who is yeah, that for. At, at Amber Rose <laughs> Slut Walk, there was this. Uh, this would have been years ago now, but there was a guy walking around with a butt plug in his ass, and he had a hole cut in the back of his tights, mm-hmm. and it had a raccoon tail coming yeah. out. Oh, it wasn't just a raccoon. Oh, tail. he said it was a butt plug. Oh, well, <laughs> trust. Oh, it's just a he had weird a diagram. <laughs> yeah. it's going in the it's ass. Weird. That's just a weird gift to give somebody. It's kind of like fuck you, but like also like I don't but know. But he was into it. Was he or was he a troll? <laughs> I feel like everybody's trolling me. I feel like it. I, I like, agree. Why am I, I on this of... podcast talking about Valentine's Day? I'm the only single person here. <laughs> is everyone like just out to make fun of me? But you're the best. No. It's a simulation. Yeah. This is the simulation. Yeah, it's a simulation. This is, this is your purgatory. You died last week. Joke's on you. Oh, <laughs> and you have to do this podcast every week. Yeah. yeah. It's, like, it's like Greyhound, Greyhound Day. No, Groundhog's Day. <laughs> I can't find the butt plugs. I hate. I oh, hate when guys stress in Mimi's voice. I can't well, well, find the butt, the butt plugs. Lauren, I what do you think everyone. about about public relationships? Butt plugs. <laughs> well, or butt plugs? You have a medley of topics to choose from. Wow, on this. The opportunity is endless. <laughs> yeah. Uh, public relationships. That's mine. That's all I got. Okay. I feel like I haven't had to deal with it. I probably had to deal with it the least amount mm-hmm. out of everyone. I don't know. I just am oh. on less uh, mm-hmm. on the camera, but I mean, I totally can see what you mean, though, Mimi. Like, if you like have to be on camera and you like just got in a fight with their significant oh, other, yeah. and you have to be on camera, you don't want to like 
portray any of that because you right. don't feel like having people dip Comment into on your it. Yeah. life yeah in that way I mean because like everyone goes through that kind of stuff so yeah. I, were but, you guys together before James started Sugar Pine yeah okay so seven years Next right week will be six years oh, oh six wow. years yeah That's so long yeah congratulations Wait, so you guys got together around Valentine's Day <laughs> yeah we did oh my gosh oh, no. <laughs> That's That's dangerous. so uh, <laughs> we got together on the 13th Valentine's oh. Day is the 14th, and then my birthday is the 17th. Winnie's birthday is the 13th. Oh. oh. <laughs> I just, okay, go ahead. <laughs> we'll celebrate with her. <laughs> I'll bring her over. Yeah. Just, wait, that's your anniversary? Yeah. Yeah, I'll bring Winnie over. All right, yeah, it'll be great. <laughs> it'll be so romantic. <laughs> I'll be there. Winnie will be there. <laughs> Looking forward to it. But yeah, it's a big week. There's a lot of things to celebrate that week. I like that one. I didn't I think they would be so yeah. shiny and solid. I want to see. Wait, I want to see the butt plug. Yeah, I didn't think so. And also the one with the fuzzy thing on it, like I love the butt tail. Here's the thing: is like if you if you would have showed asked me about like butt plugs two years ago, I would have been like, no thanks, like no, I don't care. And now I'm like, if my butthole doesn't have a jewel on it, no one can see it. I like it needs it needs to be. They have to be able to see it from space. Yeah. Bejazzled. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? But yeah, yeah. Like a necklace for the tail and yeah. the yeah. jewel yes. covers the butthole. Oh. Yeah, it's like a bejazzle. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but a butt jazzle. I'm just yeah. like glad we're in this space and you know society and time where like this is you know fine. Like I'm not worried about this going out into the world. Sounds like you're trying to convince yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're need to cut this whole thing. <laughs> Let's just start over. Yeah. Um, are any of you guys uh, close with an ex? No, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Nope, not friends with any exes, and I never would be. Even if it ends on good terms, I yeah. have never had any desire to. I actually, it's funny you ask that. I just, I have an ex that hits me up like every couple of years, mm-hmm. and he just messaged me. Anyway, just another example of like, no, I would never ever respond. And he was a nice guy. There's just no point. I yeah. don't, I don't want to be friends with somebody that I used to have sex with. I'm like Chad the same moves. Yeah. Only Chad texts you. <laughs> <when you're laughs> you he just got me. a trans, an organ transplant. So I think he was like reaching out to be like, oh, I'm so sorry if I was ever. Ever since the Me Too movement, sorry, this is a different topic. Are ever you since the hazing me- an organ transplant? <laughs> I am. <laughs> I am hazing you if you're watching this. Um, <laughs> ever since the Me Too movement, exes have been coming out of the woodworks, being like, oh, was I ever a dick to you? Like. Has, does anybody else what? has anyone no. else had that experience? I've had so many people hit me up and be like, "Oh, I'm so sorry if anything ever happened that like if if I ever did anything." And I'm trying to get ahead of it. Yeah. Scum. Where are they coming from? I don't know. I think everyone's just like ner- maybe I just have a lot of exes. I think everyone's really nervous, or at least at the very beginning of the Me Too movement, a lot of guys. My perception is that a lot of guys were really nervous and trying to get ahead of it. Because I had a, mm. I had maybe four or five people reach out to me and be like, "Oh yeah, like, wow, we're cool, right?" <laughs> what? That's like so. That's so weird. I, every person that's ever been shitty to me like ghosts and like then like disappears. Like they would never like admit. Yeah. Yeah, that's weird. I don't know. And if you weren't sure if you were shitty, like right. you probably yeah, you're yeah, questioning. Probably, you probably <laughs> were. Yeah. yeah. Last thing I'm gonna do is text someone and be like, "Hey, like, was I a shit person?" Like, <laughs> please let me know. Yeah. <laughs> I already know. Yeah. Is anyone else friends with Axis? 
No. So my one of my exes, I used to work for. So I'm like kind of friends with them, I guess, because they they like we work in the same arenas. But as an also, HR representative, no guys, don't bang your boss. No, no don't, matter what no, those that's, exes are. Well, I don't know. Autumn is not no. You're fine. No, direct. Boss, like the the owner of the company. Yeah. So I I started. That's like my fucking nightmare. (laughs) That was like owned the entire company I worked for, which at the time was like I'm hacking the system. (laughs) Yeah. And then you break up. And then you break up. And and you're like terrible. Oopsie oopsie. Yeah. But wait, what was your question, Sammy Joe? If you were in a relationship now, do you think you would still like talk? Because you said you were kind of friends or friendly. Like, would that feel wrong? I don't know. Like, I, it's so hard for me to even picture what being in a relationship is like now, because I'm like such a different person than the yeah. last time I was in a relationship. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, who knows anymore? <laughs> right? It's what true. What organ did he have? Yeah. A transplant. <laughs> He's so an alcoholic, so I assume that it was Aww. a kidney or oh, liver. 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 I don't plan oh. on finding out because I don't want to reopen the door to make him yeah. think that he can what talk if, to me. That's what if it was his penis? Then would you <laughs> consider talking about that? That's a good question. I would be curious. I would be like, how'd that, how'd that work? How did yeah. that DM go? It was like, what's up? I'm in I, I could read it to you. Like, yeah. Um, it was basically like, Hey, Alyssa. If you like scroll back, there's just like year after year, it's the same DM. It's like every year, yeah. yeah. It's like, <laughs> hey, Alyssa, uh, what's up? And then I didn't respond. And then it was like, oh, just in the hospital, <laughs> just got an organ oh transplant. Don't feel bad You're for him. He at knows him. what he's doing. Yeah. They, yeah. No, messaging yeah. He wants you to feel bad in the message. Yeah, that's the ultimate fuckboy. Like, he's like on his deathbed and he's like, hey, just. I'm let so you know, sorry like, if I made you feel uncomfortable. Hashtag <laughs> me too. Hashtag <laughs> Time's up. I agree. Let me repent. He's like, I still think about Putting you. Putting hashtags. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? That's a committed ex texting yeah, you every, every year. year. Yeah. Holy fucking shit. People do that. People do that. Yeah. yeah. Like my stepsister, there's a, one of her exes, like, will every year on Christmas send her, like, a Merry Christmas. Like, why? Yeah. It's been, like, ten years, but there's some, just some guys who like to do that. Yeah. I think oh it's, like, gosh. to check back in. Do you ever get this, like, wild hair up your ass where you're, like, really happy and you're just like, ooh, like, I'm going to spread joy. And you're like, wait, who are the only friends that I have? My exes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, like, happy Easter. Like, <laughs> That's, okay, that's like, okay. <laughs> that that would make sense because there are times where like maybe you share a memory that's very innocent with somebody that you used to date and then something will happen that reminds you of that and you're like, oh, I should, oh, like this is the only person that shares that memory with me. Mm-hmm. Like I should text yeah. them about this, but then I, I would never I do it. Well, I feel so. like I'm old friends, but then I think like, well, yeah. we're not friends anymore, so don't. Yeah. 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 And then you send that yeah. text and you got to then you gotta talk to them more and you're like, I just right. wanted to send yeah. that one text. To, yeah. I just wanted to say that song yeah. more. That's all I wanted to say. I think everyone here is underestimating the type of loneliness that people can feel. And I can speak on their behalf and say that sometimes on Christmas, don't all this is funny. I didn't awe you. Sometimes on Christmas, you're just like, hey, like Merry Christmas. <laughs> I mean, if I was single, like I, I feel like if you're in a relationship, it's always just weird to be in contact with. An yeah, ex. Like, I don't think yeah. it's good. Yeah, Mm-mm. but I, I mean, if you're single, like, and you're lonely, fuck it. Ask them to send you a box of butt plugs. Like, just do it. Yeah. What's yeah. Up? I don't know. 
I'm friends with an ex's family, but I don't have a relationship with him at all. But mm. I got really close with his mom and his little sister. Oh, that's interesting. And that's so I see, like, I still exchange Christmas gifts for them. Like, um, Jamie has met them, and like we both exchange Christmas gifts with them now. The oh. ex just isn't allowed to come. No, he's, yeah. not. <laughs> he's not allowed to come. Sounds like the, yeah. it sounds like his family knows that yeah. he is not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he's not with it. I don't know. Is that is that like? My first Weird? boyfriend was like that. The guy, the guy that I first dated from when I was like nineteen to like twenty one, his family like was obsessed with me after we broke up, and Aww. he ended up marrying, getting engaged to like a girl within like six months after we broke up, and so they hated her, and they were always texting me and like, "We miss you oh. so much. Like she sucks. Da, da, da. She looks like this. Whatever." Sending me pictures and like, "Isn't she ugly?" And I'm like, "Oh my god!" And they like oh, still are like. To this day, we'll still comment on all my Instagrams, like, still send me when they're drunk, like, you know, Happy New Year's, whatever, still. And actually, when I was dating my last ex, the youngest sister got stranded in Bakersfield. She was, like, on spring break or something, and they were like, hey, like, called me, and I was like, God, I really don't want to answer this phone call. And then I was like, hello, you know, like, Mm -hmm. oh, hello, person I haven't talked to in, like, six years. (laughs) And they're like, hey, like... Emmy is like stranded up here in Bakersfield. Can someone go pick her up? And it's like a five hour drive. And I was like, you know what? Like these people have saved my ass so many times when I was like drove into a blizzard and like, you know, like came and picks me up. So this was like my, you know, I'm saving them. But it was really awkward because I lived with my boyfriend at the time. And then this like 16 year old girl on her spring break came and stayed with us in LA for five days. And I'm like, this is fine. I don't care. I like hanging out with 16 year olds, whatever. But my (laughs) boyfriend was like losing his mind. He was like, what kind of relationship do you have with your ex where you like drive five hours? And I was like, I don't know. Like, you're right. This is weird. (laughs) It's pretty weird, right? But you're good about picking people up that are stranded. Because I remember I got in a fight with one of my exes in Vegas in college. And you were about ready to drive out from L.A. to go pick me up. You weren't even 21 Mm -hmm. yet. And you were like, I will go. And I will get you. And I will drive you back. And I was like, yeah, that's right. And I was like, I'm leaving your party to my boyfriend at the time. And he was like, that's a dick move. And then later I was like, that is a dick move. (laughs) I think that's just like part of growing up. Growing up in the country is like you ha- like you always have loyalty to like certain people like that have helped you out. It's kind of just yeah. like a we have this real bond with each other that like no matter what happens, like I respect I've got your back. I don't know. I can't explain yeah. it. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. No questions asked. Well, um, I'd like to take a minute to talk about one of our sponsors today, and one of them is Robinhood. And Robinhood is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks. Um, ETA uh, stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos all commission free. While other brokerages charge up to $10 for every trade, Robinhood doesn't charge any commission fees, so you can trade stocks and you get to keep all of your profits. Plus, there is no account minimum deposit needed to get started, so you can start investing at any level. And the simple, intuitive design of Robinhood makes investing easy for newcomers and experts alike. You can view easy to understand charts and market data and place a trade in just four taps on your smartphone, which is great. And you can also view stock collections such as 100 Most Popular. Uh, With Robinhood, you can learn how to invest in the market and build your portfolio, discover new stocks, track your favorite companies, and get custom notifications for price movements. So you'll never miss the right moment to invest. Robinhood is giving listeners of Beyond the the Beyond the Fine, oops. (laughs) Robinhood is giving listeners of Beyond the Pine a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help build your portfolio. So sign up at beyond.robinhood.com. That's beyond.robinhood.com, beyond.robinhood.com. 
Thanks, Robinhood. Thanks, Robinhood. Thanks, Robinhood. I actually did invest with Robinhood. I bought stock oh, really? through them. Yeah. Um, yeah, Johnson & Johnson stock because I did a project. I'm in school right now. I did a project. Let me read to you a paragraph. This is what I did for my final project in finance class. Johnson & Johnson is very safe. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on. <laughs> hold on. <laughs> Give me a minute. To the risk-adverse investor, J&J &J is an attractive firm. From a return standpoint, your rate of return is less because they have low risk. Due to their S&P triple, AAA rating, their risk is much lower than a firm that has a single A or triple B rating. Only one of two in the U.S. 5.77% cost of capital. Disney is closer to 9%. So the cost of capital is lower, which which means it's less risky than Disney. Wow. You're welcome. Thanks for sponsoring the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> My mom works for Johnson & Johnson. Does she really? Yeah. Tell her that it's oh. risk adverse. I will. <laughs> I it's very safe. I don't remember what Yeah. I don't remember what it means anymore, but that's what I wrote for my project. <laughs> I'll just remember that exact phrasing. Yeah. <laughs> that's cool you were in a school. Do you do it just at night? Like Yeah, so yeah. I work full time in Oxnard and then mm -hmm. I have to commute to downtown LA once oh, a week. Gosh. And oh then and then Westwood e -E campus. -E -E <laughs> do you know what that means? <laughs> it means I'm in debt. So <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then I go to the Westwood campus. I'm at UCLA and then I go to the Westwood mm -hmm. campus once a week. Cool. 6.30 to 9.30 p.m. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Good girl. Get that education. So that I can make the coin in the future. Right. Not now. <laughs> so make the coin yeah. now yeah. to recoup in the future. In the future. Get that coin. <laughs> that question. Oh, what is it? Just, <laughs> oh, God. Who is Maple Man? What does that, <laughs> that question mean? <laughs> Who is Maple Man? Wait, is this a conspiracy? Because I'm fully invested Oh, wait, now. it is maple a conspiracy. Syrup. It was in an episode. Oh, Maple Murray? Maple oh. Murray. Oh. Is that what they're talking about? Yeah. Did you do that one? Maple Murray. Yeah. Maple Murray. Did you do that, do that, <laughs> that one? That was Kim. Kim was that Maple was, Murray. Wasn't he? I think it was James. Oh, it was yeah. James. James uh, was Maple Murray. Uh, I don't remember it at all. He was so, the leader of a cult. You can have sex with Maple Murray oh, and it's not oh, cheating. The uh, YouTube oh, video yes. guys. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Sounds what like he wasn't very memorable. You didn't yeah. even remember it. It's time traveling sex and you don't remember it. <laughs> yeah. That's the best kind. I just traveled back and remembered. <laughs> I Somebody wants to know what's the best um, Valentine's Day gift from a man to a woman, or woman to a woman, or hmm. you know, just what's the best kind of gift to give? I guess romantically. Mm -hmm. well, I would say a watch, advice. but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was gonna say like food a, too. Like, food. Yeah. <laughs> for me. like, pr like a, you make them a meal, or you take them out for a meal, it's or a like. Person. But I'm just very simple, so like she makes it, then that's fine too. Vicky, aren't she, you like, guys taking uh, cooking classes? We took a cooking class this past Friday. She just like I think she bought it whenever I was just like severely depressed. So she was like, I got us a gift, and it's, we've never done one before, but I have What'd it. What'd you make? Like, um, something like a salmon, but also like stir fry, like steak stir fry. And, was, and at the end, like, I think she only bought it because, like, I love creme brulee. Um, so at the end, like, I torched it. It was super fun. Nice. Um, and then I realized, that, I'm dumb, but I realized that creme brulee is heavy whipping cream. So I like Ooh. almost shot my pants. Oh no! Oh no! Brulee is like the best it's dessert like, because yeah. you literally beat it up yeah. like before you eat it. You're like cracking it. Yeah, I like that. So good. That's true. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, I think it's for me getting a gift from someone is like literally anything that they pick out. As long as I'm surprised, mm-hmm. I get very excited yeah. because mm-hmm. I don't care about it. Yeah, I don't care whether it's like ugly or it's something I didn't want or it's like stupid. Like I'm so excited that someone like went through the mm-hmm. effort and not was like, "What do you want for this?" Like what? Like come on, like have some balls or have some ovaries and like make a choice. Yeah, like yeah. take a risk. Mm-hmm. Do you guys have gift opening anxiety? I fucking hate it yeah. when people watch no, me open presents. I don't. I don't understand. <laughs> Steve has gift uh, opening anxiety. What is that? I don't understand it. If I get him something, he's like nervous to open it in front of me because what if he doesn't like it? He yeah. can't hide it. Yeah. But I my I love celebrating birthdays. Anybody's mm-hmm. birthday. Yeah. I fucking love it. I do you celebrate oh. Hitler's birthday? Well, <laughs> let's not get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> no, I do celebrate 420, but not for his birthday. Um, just checking. But no, I just love people's birthdays. And so I think it's really fun to get people gifts. And mm-hmm. I don't necessarily, maybe it's bad, but I don't necessarily care if they don't like it or not, because I feel like the intent is what matters. Yeah. yeah. It sounds yeah, like no. it's just for you. You're like it is. getting it's, off no, to it's, watching it's, them open your gifts. It, it is. Like literally, yeah. I don't yeah. care how you feel about this I like, don't I've done well because my mm-hmm. point is that I care about you mm-hmm. and so that's yeah. the real yeah. gift is that I care about you and I when I went and got you something so if it's not what you wanted I don't necessarily care which like maybe is bad like but I'll try I'll try to get you something you wanted but for me it's just like hey you matter to me yeah. here's mm-hmm. the gift but yeah Steve has gift opening anxiety well, and I the thing is is I love to give gifts I yeah. love to surprise people yeah. I love to watch people open gifts but I hate to be surprised <gasps> and I what? hate I hate it oh. when people watch me open gifts it's it, like I panic yeah, I'm very yeah. similar yeah I really? can't hide it I'm yeah, just like, well, it's, like it. it's not that I can't. I, I think <laughs> oh, I could hide so it, but like, pretending. what if I open it and it's something that like really grosses me out or something, mm. that, and like I just I can't hide it the wrong for reaction. some. Okay. Yeah, wait, Mimi, let's role play here. You open up a gift and it's a positive pregnancy test. That's yours. How do you feel? <laughs> she never saw it before. Though. <laughs> she didn't even know she peed. Like James yeah. pregnant? I mean, <laughs> yeah, is James pregnant? <laughs> Oops. I don't know what it means. I just want to know your reaction. Um, I think I think I would <laughs> be I, I would be more worried about Jamie's anxiety than my anxiety. Oh, that's because he's very Jamie quiet has over there. Child anxiety. Oh right? yes. So you have gift opening anxiety. Child Jamie anxiety. has child anxiety. He's What's terrified child of children. Anxiety? Oh. Oh, I thought oh. you were gonna say he had like miniature anxiety. I'm keeping it on the live Steve. I made sure to keep it there while you talk to camera. What the fuck? Sorry, go on. We're just talking about your child anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anything hmm. you want to add, Jamie? Of course not. <laughs> That's what child anxiety is. Of course I don't want to add anything. Lauren got me a great gift once. She got me a brass knuckle purse That's because she cool. remembered that like months ago I mentioned I've always wanted brass knuckles and then she was so excited to give it to me and I almost cried. That's it's so really nice. Oh, it's my, my favorite thing to like hear someone say something just in passing and then yeah. I write it down in my notes. I do it all the time with James. <laughs> it's like a whole list of stuff oh, that he might want one day. Really nice. <laughs> oh, I feel like it like gives you power now. You're like, oh, like I gotta be this. Not right. like firepower. I wish it did. More. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I just I don't know. I like like uh, rem- being because I'm I have a terrible memory, so I have to write it down. But like being able to remember something that they just said once. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But do you like? Yeah. Do you guys like getting gifts that are 
like practical something that you need or do you enjoy like funny gifts or do you enjoy like romantic gifts like because I know every like people are really different about that because like I really like giving practical gifts and I like getting practical gifts like things I can use me too Jamie likes funny things and he gets me funny things like Like, like now that I'm poor if someone gives me a funny gift I'm like uh uh-huh and then I'm like where am I gonna buy tampons from that's kind of how I feel about it it's kind yep. of like I'm so stoked to get st- socks from yeah. Christmas. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It really changes. Yeah. And when people, someone recently gave me a gift card and I was like, it's so much anxiety over how I'm going to spend it because I'm like, oh my God, like, do what do I do? You know? I'm the like, same. I've never I had so many gift cards spent. Me just too. I, can't I just decide. collect them. Yeah. Yes. I'm like, I have all these I gift spend cards. them as soon as I get them. Me too. Oh, me too. I wish Thanks I saved them. <laughs> yeah. No, I You can't them. go wrong with Target gift cards. That's true. Yeah. I was just thinking that. So I got a $100 Target gift card, but what am I supposed to get? I want tampons. everything. Yeah. Yeah. Just buy $100 worth of tampons. You know what sucks about Target is you think you're going to be able to get dogs there because the commercial is like this cool little dog and then you go in you're like no one thinks that no one thinks that I only heard half of that and I can tell you no one thinks that I was pouring my vodka why is their advertisement like a little bulldog his name is Target no Bullseye Bullseye his name is Bullseye that was such confidence with the confidence of a man in fact well getting a little big fear britches if a store uses like I don't know like a wine bottle as their store emblem I'm going in there and I'm expecting to get wine I feel you I understand it so you're expecting to get a dog with a bullseye painted on it well not anymore because I figured it out the first time I went in there well I don't go to Geico and go I'm insuring my gecko yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's very true. You don't get gecko yeah. insurance. Yeah. Guys, 2.7 GPA, okay? Like, I'm filling in a lot of blanks. College was hard, okay? Well, my favorite quote I used is the, the Paris Hilton <laughs> quote where she says uh, she always thought that Walmart was where they sold balls. No. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, that, that makes sense. If you're someone who's never been there, right. it's like but context clues, hello. But wall isn't even spelled correctly. Walls. <laughs> Wall. So, can I have the Paris vodka? Is- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm drunk already. Well, I'm I'm Do you need orange juice or anything? Catch up with me. Oh, 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 there. Okay. okay. All right. Orange juice would be great. Thanks, baby. You guys, I am. Um, I have gift guilt. Like I was always ingrained in me. Like, thank you. No so one owes you anything. You, you, you know, don't take from people. So you should awkward. be. Don't, Wait, you should where? Be, what? Who told you that? Well, my family, my parents. So like, for me, I'm always like, it's hard for me to take gifts because I, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, feel like. I shouldn't take. I should be giving someone something, not taking something. So that's something I'm trying to get better as, mm-hmm. or at as an adult. Wait, yeah. I'm curious. Wait, are you from California? Toronto. I'm Canadian. You're Canadian. That's why. <laughs> I was gonna be like, I was first. I was like, oh, are you Asian? And I was like, mm, you are Asian. I wish. I'm not gonna make but do you guys ever experience <laughs> no, that? I yes. Yeah. I celebrated yes. my first Christmas in Canada with Clay's oh. family, and I've never done Christmas because I mean I've done Hanukkah. And, we would get like maybe pencils when I, because there's eight nights, you gotta like start small. <laughs> you gotta get one big thing. But we were, I was so excited as a kid to get like some stationery. Yeah. But his parents are like, here's a sweater, here's like all these things, and it just keeps coming. And I don't know if that's like, I mean, I'm sure that's. Wait, do you believe in Santa? No. <laughs> do you? What? <laughs> well, it's, your, it's your first time to celebrate Christmas, so I'm just. But the like, first time doing like there's a tree and there's all these presents mm. and oh another for Sam Joe another yeah. and it just feels so wrong like that's enough. Not, it's I, capitalism. I, 
true. Yeah. That's what your entire thing. YouTube channel, Natalia, is about. I don't know what it's about. It's about capitalism. <laughs> I think it's I'll tell you what it's about. But here's the thing. I'm realizing, like, now as I've been demonizing capitalism that I don't know what capitalism is. Like, I was like, <laughs> I was like wait, I thought this was just, like, you're trying to acquire stuff and, like, not have fun. But actually, like, I think I might be a capitalist. Because, like, now that I've been making money and paying off debt, I'm like, oh, this feels good. Is Do this you capitalism? encourage free market enterprise where people can, oh, uh, hats. you know, curate their own business here's what i want oh, i'm no, at no. the top of the tree <laughs> yes. yes she does and i take care of everyone and i make the rules i mean dictator. so you're so a dictator that's not capitalism it's like, um, but it's like a, a dictatorship has like all these like negative things tied to okay. it because like people yeah but you're the dictator you don't think it's negative yeah you're yeah. hitler you're <laughs> yeah why are you asking me if i celebrate his birthday it's you i'm making a new thing it's a new thing. I don't know what it's called yet. Stay tuned. But it's cool. definitely you want to be a successful woman. Yeah. Which is capitalism. Right. <laughs> Sorry. Are able to rule That's over other people? <laughs> yes. No, I think it's just like, I feel like people get caught up in in acquiring money and like the sense that like they have a job that they don't really like and they have like all these bills that they don't really need to be paying because they're obsessed with like acquiring wealth and that's kind of like the american dream is tied into that mm -hmm. and i'm just kind of like you know what i would rather be poor and making art and like taking handouts from people than having like a 401k and stuff and I know that's probably stupid, but I feel like I'm also going to get saved. Like, something's going to happen in, like, the next few years because everything just happens. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I, I love that, well. though. Yeah. yeah. I've just been wandering through life, like, with my eyes closed and, like, look where I am right now. Yeah. I'm, like, yeah. getting free drinks and I have a bunch of friends and I'm, like, oh. yeah. <laughs> Dude, I mean, fuck it, honestly. If you're not, like, in the top one percent of like rich you're always like a step away from being totally ruined by medical debt or yeah. like just something terrible happens and you're gonna be fucked yeah doesn't matter like studies yeah, show there's it. like there's a certain level of wealth that you reach that that you're ha it makes you happy and anything yeah. beyond that it doesn't yeah. matter it's like two hundred thousand dollars a year right was that was that well it? i know for hr because we have to go to seminars every year it's there's a certain level of wealth where people don't file workers compensation claims anymore hmm. and i believe I hope that nobody fact checks me on this, but I'm pretty sure it was a hundred thousand. Hundred thousand. Where oh, people okay. don't file like comp claims anymore. Because they don't come individual. Because they don't feel like they need to or yeah. or they feel like there's more to lose by suing their company because mm. then word gets around right, versus yeah. someone that's maybe lower on the totem pole which is illegal, word should never get around, but that's not the point. Mm -hmm. Um mm -hmm. whereas if you're lower on the totem pole or you're making minimum wage, there's no incentive to not file a claim. Hmm. Because what are you really losing? You can go get another job at minimum wage at a moment's notice. Yes. No. I just feel like if everyone does what they're truly passionate about, then like the world works well. The money and will follow. The money yeah. 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 I, agree. And I have friends yes. that are super good at their jobs, like Alyssa, and I'm like, yes, make more money. Take me on your vacation. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm trying. Yeah. Yeah. Tell them to give me a raise. Sammy Joe, you just got a beautiful face. I just wanted to tell you. <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> I did. Oh, I did just get a beautiful face. I did get a beautiful face. I, I did get, I did get a new job that I'm very excited about, and I'm not really gonna share just because it's a little high profile. But Ooh. I'm I'm proud of myself. It's I didn't Illuminati expect to confirmed. be. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't expect to be where I am like three and a half years into living in LA. But that just goes to show I came out here to do only what I love, something I didn't even know there was money in, just in the entertainment industry, and. Mm -hmm. 
money follows when you're passionate and doing something you love. Yeah. Actors, so, be careful. That's not always true for actors. <laughs> <laughs> Just want to put it that can. out there. Oh. I mean, it the can. Boys, like, actors get big when they're in like yeah. their 40s, 50s. You yeah. Know? yeah. It can, but also have a plan B. I think, <laughs> yeah. I think actors get caught up in trying to make money, though, and they're like, okay, I have to do this so I can get this job and this. If you really fucking just want to act, like, go to your community theater. Like, That's very true. Like, make a YouTube channel yeah. and it's very act. True. Like, ask yourself, right. do you really want to act or do you want to make money? Because those are yeah. two different things. Because yeah. you can fulfill it. Yeah. You look at people who are making that are like at the top of the chain of acting like famous people and they're not making money off of acting they're making money off of perfume off of clothing lines mm-hmm. they're doing like That's tours doing 50. things yeah it's like <laughs> acting is art it's a hobby we don't you can't turn a hobby like you can't turn art into a job that's what i that's what i'm about somehow that's capitalism to me <laughs> Cheers. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Ted talks with Natalia. I love that though cuz in a way when you just keep following your passion and keep doing that you get good to a certain point and people start to notice that and then you can like the money will follow mm-hmm. like you can make money off of it at some point but even it, though but that that shouldn't be your goal right yeah. but that yeah. comes from what from ads like from doing appearances like it's never really from, from getting your name out there yeah really yeah yeah, yeah. 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 people are making money off their fame but you have not to their s- art right I mean, yeah, I mean, even when you start making money off of your art, then it becomes a whole other deal where mm-hmm. it's like it's not just your passion anymore. It's like it's what you have to do to pay the bills. And like for me in a creative field like that has been really hard to deal with is just like, fuck, I used to love doing this so much just as like my passion. But now mm-hmm. I have to monetize it. And like that kind of takes a lot of yeah. the joy out mm-hmm. of it. So it's like it's kind of a balancing act moving forward. Like when you start making money off of it, it's like. You have to still find ways to keep that creative spark going, and like that's fucking hard. Yeah, it's just like yeah. really difficult. It's hard to be creative and be business oriented at the same time because yeah. like creativity is doesn't have deadlines. It doesn't yeah, have exactly. structure. It mm-hmm. just like it's like this fluid thing that happens. Right. Yeah. I used to, I used to feel like do what you love and you'll never work a day, <laughs> but uh, like, and which is true because if you if you like your job, it does make it feel like less of a job, but. I do know just from talking to other people that whose hobbies have transformed into their work, some of them would like to have just kept it their hobby. Yeah. yeah. Um, because they're like, well, sense. now the thing that I used to enjoy, that was my retreat, my escape, has become my work. Yeah. And I, I can't escape. Like, kind of like you were saying, like, it, it becomes part of your daily treadmill right. of what you have yeah. to do. So, like, I think I'm of both worlds where. Yeah. Kind of do what you love, but then still keep something on the side that's just yeah. for you. Definitely. That's yeah. that's yeah. not. Yeah. So guys, I agree you know. with that. To take this back to relationships, do you feel like you need to have a side piece to be? Happy? <laughs> <laughs> it's the only true way of happiness. Yeah. Well, that's why you have Maple Murray. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Maple <laughs> Murray. Oh my gosh. Um, do you guys all know what your love languages are? Have you guys taken that test? Yes. Oh, yeah. I've taken yeah. it. Yeah. Do you remember what, what is it? it? Yeah, we all do that on our sleepover. It's like what you. Wait, do you have? you show love and no, how you, you like to know that yeah, yeah there's what, what I like for me next I think like, what are all the options first of yeah. all it's so like it's gifts Acts of service. Acts of service. Yeah. Words affirmation. Of, words of affirmation. Yeah. Um, there's quality time. Yeah. And the fifth the one. Fuck quality ones. time. Like, <laughs> okay, I have my results. Quality time. Oh, physical touch, mm-hmm. I think. I was acts of service tied with words of affirmation. Yeah, no, then that. my second was quality time. And my last was physical touch or receiving gifts. Okay, mm-hmm. question. Is it quality time mm-hmm. and physical touch the same thing? No. No. Because no. no. you're not actively no. touching them all the time. Mine is yeah. acts of service <laughs> and quality time. <laughs> if you just search search love language. To me, acts of service, quality results. time, and physical touch are all the same thing. 
acts of service is somebody doing something yeah, for you like without having to be asked yeah. in the house yeah. yes <laughs> like oh i did the dishes doing the dishes yeah, yeah. Like, uh, you did something even asked me a, to a, like a chore off of your yeah off of your shoulders yeah. in some way but like, if you or don't i walk the dog you have none for people to do but you have a dog it's like oh i walked your dog yeah. even or though even you like didn't ask yeah. Food yeah in your dog's bowl or something like that yeah mm-hmm. yeah i went out and i got treats i would trust no one with my dog <laughs> <laughs> i've babysat archer before I think acts of service is not your love language. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I get. Mine yeah. was words of affirmation, I remember. Yeah. And Mine's acts of service. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Mine's only giving gifts because when someone's giving only a giving gift, gift, it's like I'm showing you I've spent time, I've spent my hard earned energy like making this money and now I am like actively giving you something that because like words can be bullshit. Like a, like physical yeah. touch can be bullshit. Like so quality time can be bullshit. Yeah, I just so don't. then you so you never want to see them and you never want to be touched <laughs> by them. <laughs> don't talk <laughs> to me. I'm not saying that. Yeah, I'm not saying that. I just don't believe someone loves me until they give me gifts. So there you go. But yeah. oh yeah, okay. yeah. receiving gifts. Yeah. You're right. That's okay. One of them so that yeah. was my last one. Yeah, it's like I really need you to be like, oh, I'm gonna go into debt for this person because like I'm in it for the long haul. <laughs> I'm in which category? <laughs> going back to like the Valentine's Day gifts, I love cards. Like I love, oh, I will yeah, hand make really cards yeah. for any occasion. I don't care if I'm 50 years old. I'm gonna handwrite my mom a card. Yeah. Is 50, 50 like old? Wait, what? No, I'm saying like I mean, is would you think 50 is too old to hand write a card no. with like crayons? No. That's like the sweet spot of like doing crafts. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I like I think that's a words of affirmation thing because you get yeah. to actually like write out yeah. like how you feel about them. And I stuff. like writing them and mm-hmm. I like receiving them because yeah. I like hearing people's words, especially if someone's like not as expressive. Like mm-hmm. I love it and then I could keep it. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, oh, that's cute. cute. But sometimes is the place that they can like actually express themselves too. And if it's handwritten, it has to be not just like I don't care if you went to Walgreens and bought a Valentine's Day card and signed your name. Like I want you to make <laughs> stick figures of us and yeah. write something sweet. Yeah, you there know? was one day. It's only happened once where James made my lunch and he put a note oh, in it that was like, "Have a great day from like James and Benson, <laughs> oh, <laughs> my dog." And I, I kept it. Like I, I still just have it there because I'm like, oh, that is so much nicer than yeah. any. Yeah, like, that's really oh, cute. And he buys me lots of nice stuff. Oh. So. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie leaves me notes. You found one of my notes that Jamie left oh, yeah, me. The, yeah, he, like, I'm gonna do you so hard. <laughs> this isn't for me. <laughs> 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 I just, it's okay. Do text count as words of affirmation? Yeah. 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 yeah I'm sorry. I railroaded you, Jamie. It's okay. Oh, no. I was just going to say, Jamie, we like we kind of started this thing where like I would always hide like notes in his like shoes or like weird places. And then he started doing it too. And so like I'll like open the fridge and there'll be like a note like on the mm-hmm. soy milk oh. and stuff. <laughs> cute. Cute. Sammy Joe found a. Why is there paper have a fridge? I still have a note from James that's uh, the, the drawing of the difference between a centipede and a millipede. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Dude, I love is that you? No, is not. it you? But it's hilarious yeah. and I still have it. It was like our first year of dating and he like drew it out for me randomly. I like woke up to it. <laughs> that's like something Mabel Murray would write. It's sweet that you like, kept it that long. That's what makes it. For like it five sweet. years. Yeah. <laughs> One time I woke up early and I bought a fuck ton of googly eyes. And I put googly eyes on everything in our house, oh. like on the eggs and on the milk and on the microwave and the trash can. So Wait, Jamie probably loved that because he likes silly things. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. I was, he he had a good laugh <laughs> in the morning when he woke up. 
Putting googly eyes on your Roomba is oh, great. Oh, it's oh, like, yeah. oh, oh, Roombas are expensive. Yeah. They, they are, are yeah. so Some of us own iLife. Off-brand Roombas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's it weird being with someone whose love language is, like, super different from yours. Like, mm -hmm. Bruce's is physical touch. And I'm like, that's the last thing on mine. Because, like, I love cuddling with him and stuff, but that's never the first thing I want to do. But he's always, like, wants to be near you and wants to be, like, cuddling and stuff. But it's, I think that's part of like learning to love the other person is mm -hmm. like learning what makes them feel good too. Mm -hmm. Like he ma he is not a words person either, but he makes sure to like write me cards and stuff because he knows what Aww. I like it. Bruce. <laughs> Bruce. <laughs> Vicky, what's your love language? I didn't hear um, if you said it. I'm, I drink a lot of vodka. It's okay. okay. I literally <laughs> can't like speak. I cannot like, it's something that I'm definitely working on just because Marley likes hearing it. She likes like, knowing but like i just don't like i just can't talk about it a lot um but i'll i will like go balls to the wall make sure the house is clean make sure her lunch is there like Aww. literally without even Aww. asking see that's like, my love language i know yeah. so it's just like seriously yeah but it's, it's so hard when <laughs> so theirs is different because like jamie's the same as bruce like his yeah. is like physical touch yeah. mm -hmm. and i'm like i am not a super affectionate person yeah. by yeah. nature yeah. like yeah. can it change by like what part of the cycle you're in like period cycle yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, there's times <laughs> of the month where I'm like, what? love me, hug me, and then there's times where I'm like, get away from me. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, if you're really bloated, you're like, yeah. don't even come near me. I'm a monster. You guys, like, probably don't, haven't done this for a long time, but, like, sometimes people want you to spend the night after you, like, hook up if yeah. you've been dating mm -hmm. for a while. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, fuck no. Like, after we hook up, after I've, like, gone on this date and eaten all this food that I would never fucking eat, like, all I want to do is just, it's like, fart. Yeah. 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 And, like, I can't, like, I can't be comfortable. I don't know you well enough. Yeah. And then I have really bad insomnia, and so I'm just gonna be sit like pretending to sleep, like while you're fucking <laughs> sleeping over there, and I'm just like, God damn it, like yeah. I hate this. Like timing your farts with his snores. Try to like pad the blankets around your body <laughs> so they don't smell it. And it's yeah. like it's so annoying because if you go on a date, you don't want to be that person who's like, well, actually, I just eat Cheerios. That's the only thing I can eat, or like something stupid like that. You want to be like, be me. yeah, like me buttering my bread. Like I'm cool. I love yeah. carbs. My dog. Yeah, I gotta go home to my dog. I did That's that. What I, yeah. do I blamed it on the guinea pig ones. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> boy, wanted me to stay over at the frat house. I'm like. I gotta feed my guinea pig. He's like, It'll be fine. I'm like, no, no I have it illegally won't. in the sorority house. It's gonna be squealing. Oh, I gotta get home. So good. I need that's to have good. a baby. That a is outfit. a good excuse. Well, you have Archer though. Yeah, and I do, and I do have Archer, and I'm like, oh, I need to go walk him. But like, also, uh, also, I think I really just like my alone time. Mm -hmm. Honestly, yeah. like I'm yeah. a very independent person, and like sometimes I just want to like go and like look on my computer and like just go down this Google hole for like four hours and like not have to explain it to anybody. Yeah. yeah. So do you guys I, ever like try to stay at tabs. your place? Sometimes. And you have to. What do you do? Um, I'm uh, like now I don't make that mistake anymore. Now I'm like, oh, we always go to your house, and then like I'm gonna leave. But like, <laughs> <laughs> you texted me the other day though, where you you were like, oh, I made this guy leave, and I felt bad. Yeah. So this guy a few times ago, I don't know who who one of, one of my suitors might be watching this. Okay. This <laughs> my suitors. Don't try to stay at her house unless she asks you to. <laughs> A guy was, we had hooked up or whatever, and afterwards he was like, so, like, do you want me to, he's like, do you, would you like me to stay over? Or do you, and you want were me like, to leave? No. And I was like, the moment he said, would you, or do you want me to leave? I'm like, 
that, that one. But can I say that? And I was like, well, isn't it kind of rude if I ask you to leave? And he was like, yeah, well, yeah, but that's why I asked you. And I was like, you know what? Oof. Yeah, I actually, like, I, I feel like sleeping over is a very intimate thing for me. And I just don't, I don't want to do it, you know? And then he's just like, oh, okay. And, like, got ready and left. Mm-hmm. And honestly, this guy is, like, he's such a good, nice person. Like, he would take me on dates and, like, have donuts in his car, like, before, mm-hmm. uh, before Was it, Is this the guy that I met? <laughs> no. No? No. It's no not the guy that went anyone. to Little Tokyo with us? No, that guy moved away. That oh, guy, that guy, that guy like, was nice. Yeah, he moved. He literally was. So he nice. laughed at a joke I told. He moved, <laughs> he moved away to Idaho. These uh. are the kind of people I date. They're like, oh, like uh, super nice, and then I'm like, what are you doing this weekend? Oh, I moved away, like to 16 hours away. Come visit me, and I'm like, no. yeah, that guy was nice. <laughs> oh, like, oh yeah, we're keeping it casual, so like this is fine. <laughs> yeah. I never wanted to be like close to anyone or have anybody spend the night until I met Jamie. And I fell in love with Jamie <laughs> the second I met him. Aww. Like I wanted to be with him. It took me a year Jamie. and a half to get him to touch my boobs. Oh, <gasps> what? What? Yeah. What the hell Whoa. is your problem, man? <laughs> okay, bad guy. What? <laughs> you guys, what? What do you we, boobs? we watched a sunset together. My, my body. <laughs> <laughs> we, we slept in the same bed like a number of times and like nothing would happen. And my mom was like, honey, he just doesn't like you. Just give up. But he was the first guy that I was like, I didn't oh, want him to leave at night. And I didn't. Yeah. touch you. Yes. Oh, Okay, I don't know. No, I'm drunk. Wasn't. I heard something else. <laughs> it took a long time. I heard that. Boobs. I heard that you wouldn't let him touch your boobs. So in oh. my mind, I'm picturing you wearing a shirt while having sex, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> for a year and a half, and I'm like, that's a long time. Yeah. Like, no, we were we were friends for a year and a half, and we like traveled together and like slept in the same bed, and I'd wake up every morning, and I'm like, fuck. What changed? Oh. Do you know? Um, we were in Chicago, mm-hmm. and I finally was like, hey, what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> Yeah. Jamie, what were you, you doing? Yeah, hey, what were you doing? I was being a gentleman. I'm from the south, and she's my best friend, and I was worried I'd screw up. Dude, oh. no one has to be a gentleman oh for years. Pussy, pussy. Yeah, pussy. pussy. What the fuck? From the south. <laughs> it was, I was just, she was, she was the best part of Los Angeles, and if I didn't have her, oh. I didn't have L.A. I'd, I'd have oh, to that's oh. Really nice. So if I screwed that up, I would have to be a gentleman. But what's going she's asking you to sleep in the same bed as her, you're just like, oh. <laughs> First of all, I'm an idiot. Like, honey, honey, it means a lot. It means a lot. I love outrage, Alyssa. I'm outraged. How dare you? Everybody needs to fuck. Jamie's the truth. How I met Steve is we had sex. Yeah. I like these Jamie two super hot people Clay. sleeping yeah. in a bed together. Yeah. Yeah. I just like, don't know what they want. Like Mimi's too shy to be like, "Hey, like touch my boobs," and Jamie's too like polite to be like, "Can I touch your boobs?" So it's just like, "Well, that was a fun day. Good night." Oh my god, that happened so many times together. So many times it happened. That yeah, was literally. Was like, oh. Did you guys see each other naked? No. For that After long. A year and a half. No. Well, wow. Were you kissing? No, we were like friends. And I was like, I'm in love with you, dude. Like, <gasps> come on. Okay, that makes it. She's in love with you. I was going to be mad at you, but that makes it cute. Don't, don't worry, the roles are reversed. <laughs> <laughs> what were you going to say? Oh, that was like Bruce's, <laughs> Bruce and I's first date. We were literally, because I was like, I had like pretty recently gotten out of relationships. So I was like, 
oh, maybe we just like keep it cash for like a year or whatever. I'm kind of doing my own thing. He was like, yeah, that's fine. And we didn't kiss or anything. We just hung out. And then literally the second date, I went over to his house and he was watching Harry Potter and I got drunk and I mounted him. And I was like, <laughs> we're going to fuck now. And then we did. And then we were dating recently. I remember Harry your first Potter. date with Bruce. Yeah, it was yeah. really cute. Um, Steven had been trying to get us to date for like a long ass fucking time. So I always Steven, go away. Yeah, <laughs> oh, this precious so Steven moment being discussed. <laughs> Steven, go away. <laughs> Steven, fuck off. That's so cute. Mm. Yeah. Um, um, sure. Thank you. I would like. I'm uh, not gonna pour uh, it because oh, here I'm having I'm issues with pouring. It's like a thing we Ubered. <laughs> Lauren and I Ubered together. Oh. Oh, Audience that I'm talking. I did not Uber either. I don't sleep well with people either, though. Like, even Clay, when we were seeing each other in the beginning, I would make him drive home on a weeknight at like four in the morning. Because we didn't want the night to end, but I need to sleep alone. So oh, yeah. You need to rest. But every hour got, like, worse so and worse to kick him out. But, like, I need to sleep alone. But that's yeah. how you know you like somebody. If it yeah. takes you if it takes you a couple hours to kick them out, yeah. that's how you know you like them. Or you yeah. just don't want to be rude. Or you make no. them drive very far, like, I'm across the 405. Oh, yeah. They have to cross the 405. No, how Marley asked me. She was just like, hey, you want to hang and bang? And I was like, really? I just want to say, Vicky, when I was telling the story about how I met Steve, your face in that podcast is so shocked. And then I read on Marley's Instagram how you met her. And I was like, why was she shocked? It's the exact same way that you met your girlfriend. Yeah, no, we were at a house party. And Sam was obviously at this house party. And he's very shy. So he, like, went up to Marley. And I think she just moved out to L.A. And I was like, that's weird. Why is he talking to her? But at the same time, I think Marley was trying to hook up with I think my roommate at the time. And I was like, that's not happening. Um, and then a lot of our mutual friends, like Marley and I, we they came up to me and was like, hey, stay away from Marley. She's like, she's in her rotation right now. I was like, okay. So I like avoided her for like weeks. And then we like started hanging out. And then six months in, that's when she started, was like, we should be exclusive. I'm like, nah. <laughs> like, with I six weeks in, she like, wanted to be exclusive. That's yeah. the lesbian like, that's thing. Love. There. It is a lesbian no, thing. Love, but also, like, she, she like kept asking, like, we should like be exclusive. I'm like, no. And like, I think around like six months, I was like, okay, maybe we should. Yeah. <laughs> How, yeah, long, How like, long have you been dating Marley now? Like three years. Mm -hmm. yeah. I love Marley. Marley. Mm -hmm. I feel like the yeah, two-year awesome. mark, I think, is a really pivotal. Yeah, I yeah. think so too. I think two, I three, three years yeah. is when you like start mentally like knowing a person. And it's, yeah. like, really like right. Yeah. Because yeah. like a year, like you're over the honeymoon yeah. stage. Then like a year later, like you've like gone through the hard part and like worked through that, mm -hmm. and then you finally are like at somewhere where like. You're not in that honeymoon stage anymore, right. and you've really like, like seen all the it. bad flaws. You've of seen someone. everything bad and everything good, yeah. and mm -hmm. then you're able to weigh the two and be like, "Yes, I can. I like, still want something be with you. I want to be yeah. involved in, or no, this isn't worth it." To yes, me. yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. That's true. Sounds mm -hmm. right. Have you guys ever been in a long distance relationship? Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it's the worst. <laughs> I don't think humans are meant to do it. Yeah, honestly, it's terrible. It doesn't work. No. You were when I first met you. Yeah. Yeah, when I first met you, you were How do you feel about distance. it? I don't, you know, I'm, like, listening to everybody talk about their relationships, and I just, like, it sounds like everyone's so mature and has these great... Oh, no. Guys like, oh, no. Sometimes it's hard, and sometimes it's a... And I, uh, yeah, I just, like, I don't, I can't relate. I don't know. 
I was I you was were in, in a, a five year yeah. long relationship. The guy that I lost my virginity to, I was like super in love with him. We spent all of our time together. We like spent the night together all the time in high school because his his house was like 30 minutes away from the high school and my parents were like we love him like he sleeps in your bed with you like this is fine oh. it's everything's great like attached at the hip like we rode motorcycles together like mm. we like went on vacations together like this person was going to move from Oklahoma to California to be with me and we were gonna like have our life together have children together but then it just didn't it just didn't happen and I feel like long distance was great because it honestly made the relationship better because it's like okay, I'm only going to see you, like, once a month, mm-hmm. so the sex is going to be awesome, we're going to be doing, like, the coolest things, like, I'm going to have, like, everything's going to be great, and then you're just talking to them the, on the phone and texting them, and just, like, mm-hmm. that sexual tension and that love is just building so much, and you're like, hey, like, surprise, like, go to Best Buy and pick up something, and they're like, you bought me an Xbox. Like, you're just, like, all your, all your trinkets are turning of how you can, like, love this person, mm-hmm. where I feel like when having that person there... You're living everyday life with them. It's just not as romantic. For me, I like I just always craved normalcy. Like I craved us being able to do things mm-hmm. that people were always were to like together could yeah. do. Like that. For, I guess because it was always the the special event things for three years. I was always like, oh, it'd just be really nice if we were yeah. just like, mm-hmm. we're gonna you know come home from work and see each other, and it's gonna that's gonna be our daily life like that because yeah. you're getting the the extreme opposite. Yeah. Um, well, that's also looking like me looking back, back on yeah. it too. Like at the time, it sucks, and it's like, mm-hmm. oh, I just want to be with you. Like, I want to wake up in your arms. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's good too, because like when you're when you're with somebody, but you're long distance, you kind, especially if you're like particularly young, you're being your own person at the same time because mm-hmm. you're not like yeah. con- attached to the hip with that person. So I also think if you're long distance with someone and you can eventually get through it. It means that you're probably right for each other because if you yeah. can survive yeah, that yeah. like mm-hmm. your relationship can probably survive most things I just feel like it can't develop as much because let's say you're gonna see each other because I started in a relationship in high school and then I went to college so then we were already in an established relationship before it became long distance which I think helps but nothing it can't build if you only see each other like once for a weekend every few months because yeah. then it is just the highlights and everything's good and great but it's not real it's not reality that's kind of how it was for me and then it just like doesn't work mm-hmm. yeah, I just feel like I can't like fall in love unless like the sex is so good and I know that's like my breaking point too because you can have somebody that's like this totally great person but like sexually if it's not like 100% I'm like I can't like I'm we're, I'm gonna have a wandering eye you know but that's mm-hmm. why I feel like the most important thing for me which is why I think Steve and I worked out is that we started off having sex together so then we already knew that we were compatible Mm -hmm. because I agree with you so often you'll meet someone and you're like oh this is like a really nice person we're gonna go on dates together and then you have sex sex and it's just it's an unteachable moment where you're like this is just not gonna work out no matter what we do but then it's this double-edged sword because if you like if you present yourself as this person who's like sexually awake and open to being sexual without being in like this committed relationship now at least in my experience as i've been dating now it's like people see you as like this party girl who just wants to have fun and doesn't want like a commitment and like you know yeah i could Mm -hmm. see that too 
Yeah. That's valid. Yeah. Which is also true. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Autumn, you're looking particularly stylish today. Would you like to oh, tell yeah. our viewers Let about Stitch Fix? Sure yeah, absolutely. So I uh, <laughs> just want to talk about our second sponsor. Sponsor? Sponsor. Sorry. I'm a Alcohol. <laughs> Which is Stitch Fix. Um, so I used to have Stitch Fix. I don't anymore. But I, um, when I had it, I really liked it. It's basically a service that you sign up for and... They send you clothes on a basis that you choose, so you can have them send it to you bi-weekly or monthly or whatever you feel like you need um, a new wardrobe for. Um, so it's basically like a personal styling service, so it will sign you up with a your own personal stylist. You'll like answer a bunch of questions about you and what you like, and then they'll kind of pick clothes based off of that, and they will send you stuff. And then if you don't like it, you'll send it back to them and you can kind of learn your style back and forth. And they do tend to get better at it, like as the boxes go on. I remember like my first box that I got, I was kind of like some of the stuff I like, but not all of it. And then as they went on, like it got better and better. Um, so we have a special code for that, um, stitchfix.com slash pine. And you can go on there and do everything I just said. Tell them your size, your style, um, how much you want to spend too, which is nice that they go through that and kind of find out what your budget is. Um, and then you're going to get paired with your own personal stylist and they will handpick items and they will send them to your door. Um, and then you try them on and it's really nice because even if you send all of them back, you only pay a $20 styling fee. So it's honestly pretty cheap. And then whatever you pick, that $20 goes towards whatever you pick. So it's kind of just minimum you're going to pay $20, but if you like something, that $20 will go towards something else. Um, the shipping and exchanges and returns are really easy. They send you stuff to ship them back really easily, um, and it's free, so that's really nice. Um, there's no subscription required, which is also nice. So you can, like I said, you can do it scheduled, or you can be like, I want one now, and then a year later be like, I want another one now. It's really flexible. Um, so yeah, if you want or are interested in Stitch Fix, you can get started now at stitchfix.com pine. That's P-I-N-E. Um, and you will get 25% off if you keep everything in your box, which you'll probably want to um, because they're really good at finding out your style. So that's stitchfix.com slash pine, stitchfix.com slash pine. Cool. Thanks, Adam. You're so welcome. <laughs> Something that everyone calls us out for when the girls do a podcast, they're respectful. <laughs> they don't talk over each other. We applaud each I other. I love that like eight <laughs> women yeah. is like better than three guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Jamie's laughing uproariously <laughs> over there. This one might be worse because we have vodka instead of just wine now. My eyes are looking opposite directions. I already know. <laughs> Fully How did Alyssa get so blitzed? Here's what happened. I, I filled one of these with vodka. Then I filled oh. another. That's okay. It's That's, Everything's fine. It's I'm, fine. I love you. You're great. <laughs> I'm being responsible. Oh, yeah. I already, yeah. I already tweeted saying I'm sorry, so... I'm sorry! <laughs> no one can be mad. We're still on the podcast. I'm sorry for making everyone sad right now. Like, I'm just like... You're not... Oh, oh, like, like, shut the fuck every, up. Every, no, I won't. <laughs> every every time I talk, it's, I just feel like it's like... Nah. Nah. No. No. Respect you're yeah. delightful. Dude, and You're like, we've all human. been there. We've yeah. all been there. Yeah. And like, fucking Do you guys like have to... cute outfits? Yes. 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 <laughs> yes. How many compliments do you want? I can I can list them off. What would, like, would you say like my hair is cool? Yes. 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 Okay. I would. When your hair your hair was <laughs> no, purple like, it's recently. It's I know her love oh. language now. It's, it's the words of affirmation. Yeah. It says, yeah. <laughs> Nat, you're gorgeous and have the cutest outfits. Why can't you find a dork to pork? 
Be okay, well, first of all, you can find a dork to pork. That's not the point. Yeah. Any woman yeah. can find a dork to pork. And yes. I hate when people, I know that that person is like well-intentioned, but I don't like when people say things like that because mm -hmm. any woman in the world can find someone to have sex with them. That is yeah. not the issue. Mm, I don't know. Well, Natalia. Yeah, you do. Fuck off. Uh. Okay. The point is. What if you're like blind and you have no arms or legs and you're in a cave? <laughs> What? I think they can still find someone. Find an animal. Then, yeah. What? Then well, you will still find someone. <laughs> You'll no. find no. someone else find you. living Mentally. in a cave. I want to know, like, what kind of person is do you guys see shut? me ending up with? Like, I what? see. You want me to be Who honest with be you? Pursuing because I'm going. To, I'm doing all it wrong. It seems like I don't know. If, I mean, in no. college, I would have perceived you being with a white man, but now I don't know. Could be an Asian man. Oh, no. Not sure. <laughs> That's statement. not helpful at all. <laughs> because you only dated white men in college, so now I don't know. Because we went to LMU and it was just white men. <laughs> it was only white men. That's very fair. Yeah, well, you're what right. Are you, what are you so looking my, for? What do you want? Yeah, I'm just more interested in what you guys think. <laughs> <laughs> you guys want more me? I don't know. Someone like, tells, I think like, gives you gifts. Yeah. I think someone who is has insane sexual prowess, but is also like looking to fuck you for the rest of your life. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Mm. That's so cute. <laughs> and loves your dog, because that's mm -hmm. important. Yeah, that is really I want important. this, like, really strong, like, cool guy that's just, like, put, like, you sit on his lap and he wears, like, Ray-Bans and, like, drinks coffee. You know? Like, that kind of <laughs> At all hours of the day. I just remember that one guy in the uh, Sugar Pine 7 episode that... Wait, the tool? Santa Monica? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. The, tool. the boys were so obsessed with this guy named Alexander. No, and like, then he said, like, a few okay. comments, and I was like, oh, I hate him. Yeah. I didn't watch that one. Sucks. Guys are always attracted to like these big muscular dudes that I literally like get the fuck away from me. Like if your hair is longer than mine, like fuck you. I don't <laughs> okay. Well, James, when I first saw it, I was like, I was like, oh, this guy seems kind of cool, and he's like, no, just wait. <laughs> like so into himself. Yeah, he was pretty no, awful. I hate that. Tool. If you could trade your significant other out with a celebrity for a day, who would it be? Oh, people are going to be mad. a certain time. Yeah, people are going to be mad at me, too. Huh? No, because James already knows. Clay's going to be mad at me. <laughs> Is it Maple Man? <laughs> it's Maple it's Man. Maple Man. <laughs> Jamie, cover yours. Um, um, <laughs> what's his real name? <laughs> Say his fictional name. Legolas? Sam <laughs> <There laughs> from is. Lord of the Rings. Orlando Bloom's? <laughs> Who is it? Um, <laughs> uh, um, no, it's a Vampire Diaries character. You dressed oh, up as Vampire oh, Diaries yeah. for Halloween. Oh, no, because James agrees. He thinks he's also, he <laughs> recognizes that he's an attractive person. Uh, um, Damon. Okay. Guys. Oh, yeah. What's his real name? Um, Doesn't matter. He's Damon. He's Damon now. Yeah. <laughs> Blushing. Yeah, wow. Lauren, what if I told you Damon is outside that door right now? <laughs> we got him. <laughs> we knew. <laughs> can it be like, does it have to be a human? Can it be no. like, no, no, it can be anybody. No. Whatever you want. I know that my crush when I was in middle school was Carmen Electra. And I loved her so much. Yep. But now, uh, yeah, right? Dude, Thank dude you. I was going to say, my first crush was Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Like, literally. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, fuck, man. I saw her at the mall a couple weeks ago. What? Are you serious? She's, she's, I love her. Uh, she's tiny. She's maybe five. She's fucking two. crazy, dude. She's insane, like, literally. Sarah Michelle Gellar, everyone who works with her is like. She did not look like she was having a good time at the mall. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, who Poor does? Poor Freddie. <laughs> but I feel that, though. Yeah, the strong, mysterious yeah. woman. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Uh, but n 
now, and this is a very problematic fave, so nobody fucking call me out on it because I already know. Harvey Weinstein? No. (laughs) 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 No. Put me down. (laughs) (laughs) My problematic fave is Steve. Um, Well, that too. Because it's Steve Harvey. Jesse Lacey. Who? The lead singer of Brand New. That's my favorite band. I love them. them. Yeah, Yeah, you know this. It's a boy. Why is he problematic? I don't know. I don't want to talk about why he's problematic. I don't want to talk about it. Oh, I don't know anything about it. But he's... That band is my favorite, still to this day, is my favorite band ever. And I know it's very difficult to separate the art from the artist, as it should be, I think. But Mm -hmm. I still have such a soft spot spart in my heart (laughs) 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 i already have a heart problem i don't even know that um yeah i already i have a soft spot in my heart for jesse lacy i love him so much as a fictional man not Mm -hmm. for the things that he's done yeah yeah so really hot about like an emotional dumb band like a punk band type singer dude you know that they're just like let's leave this This town and go to ocean avenue no 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 no, that's oh, yellow no. card, which is no, like I love on the spectrum. No, it brings me back to middle school. Like it brings me back to no. certain years. Dude, yeah. brand I was new. In my friend's <laughs> bathroom. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Autumn. Don't appreciate Panic at the Disco. Fun <laughs> doesn't matter which version. Yeah, you but want. they're but they're still popular. The format, like I'm into. Well, yeah, it. yeah. But, like I mean, brand new. Yellow card died a million years ago. It did. They're never coming back. I mean, I haven't listened to them in a while, but like when I imagine them, it really it brings me back to a very specific moment in time. That's fair. Mm-hmm. I just it's like amazing. those guys because they're they're like so emotional. To me, like emo guys are like yeah, yeah. This is like a normal man, and like emo man is like up up here. Yeah, because you want to fix them. It's on a you want to fix them. Um, have any of you ever given up on a potential new partner because they were simply taking too long to make a move? Yes, any of my teachers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, for real, yeah. (laughs) That was great. I appreciate that Um, answer. No, because I normally am the one that makes the first move, so I feel like no. Yeah, I'm kind of the same. I'm like, "Eh, you know, I know if you're not into me or not because I've asked you already. So yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. year and a half. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> I, can't, I like can't believe that almost. yeah that's insane he's that's just crazy. very much a gentleman you were going on vacations and stuff together mm-hmm. yeah it was literally in chicago that i was like so like buddy how, how many vacations it was a number like we went to san francisco two times two right? times yeah. we went to chicago did you like ever like look yeah. in reflection of like windows to see if he was checking out your ass like while you're walking or something <laughs> Yeah, what like tricks what did you ca- what employ? Kept you yeah. <laughs> what kept you from giving up? Like, there had to have been, like, some sliver of hope. Right. I just really... Uh, well, like, he would do things for me that were, like, really nice. And I was like, oh, he definitely likes me. Like, we went to we went to a restaurant, um, and we were waiting to be seated. And he took his ring off of his finger and was like, I want to see if this fits, and put it on my ring finger. And I was like, oh, oh my God. Dude. Jamie! Oh my Jamie, what is that? I apologize. <laughs> How old were you guys, if I may be so brazen to ask? <laughs> um, I was, what, 26 when we met? 26. 
<laughs> I want to see if my ring fits on your ring Who finger. Are you? No, I just want to know. Like, why did you need to know that information? Yeah, I would also like to know that. Jamie, what? <laughs> Explain. All right, we have a Where guest are speaker you? coming. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie. Question. Next question. I mean, I will say, like, I, I obviously have an outsider's perspective of your, of your relationship, but you guys just seem so, like, perfect for each other. I like, love it him just, very much. I do. I don't know. We're we we are complete opposites, and we fight about everything. But I love him so much that I don't care how different he is from me. I love just like on Twitter, Jamie will say something ridiculous, and you're like, Jamie, Jesus, <laughs> like yeah. it's my favorite thing to see. <laughs> I love it. Just me putting him down. Do you guys have a favorite Netflix um, original? Hmm. Name some. I just, <laughs> yeah. I just, yeah. I just I like watched Black Mirror. Black Mirror's good. Stranger yeah. Things Glow. Yeah. What else? I just watched all of Russian Doll, which is fantastic. Wait, we're like halfway really through it. Though. It's so good. Dude, yeah. I, am I the only person who's like Stranger Things? Like, no, it's great. Things to do. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Wait, like do it. I really yeah. want to watch like children like wear eighties clothes like and be like, oh, oh a monster? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Sometimes, I actually haven't seen it. Nostalgia makes me sad. I don't like it. Really? You weren't even alive. In the 80s. That. That's not nostalgia. I'm I'm not. Neither of us were I'm alive thinking, in the 80s. I'm thinking to myself, like, oh, like being a child was fun. There's like this sense of wonder, and there's like so much possibility ahead. And then I'm like, oh, you're a. F- that's not you. Like, nope. Oh, you don't okay. remember the monsters and when they came? <laughs> no, like Netflix originals. I'm, I don't know about Roma. Roma was oh, amazing. Yeah. That was enough. Yeah. It made me so yes, sad. Yes, I know. Yes, Holy yes. fuck! I like. I was expecting it to be kind of depressing, but it was like fucking sad. And then it was good. It was fine with them, but. Well, also, Roma had the first indigenous Mexican mm-hmm. woman amazing. in a lead role, which is so important. It really. And is. It was our first acting job. She was doing great. It, fucking awesome. I lived in Mexico oh. for two years, and we had a maid, too. Like, it's just really common there if you're even... It, as long as you're not, like, dirt poor, like, you have a maid. And it's basically, like, they do become part of your family because it's kind of, like, you're supporting them, kind of, and, like, you give them a space to live and, like, have their kids and cook food and stuff. Indentured servitude. But that's the thing is, like, truly, it's it's really fucked up in Mexico. Like, there's still a lot of racism towards indigenous yes, people. Yes, absolutely. Because yeah. I do HR for both... Mexican Mexicans and indigenous Mexicans yeah. and there is definitely I have I frequently have to go out I don't want to say frequently because I fire people that are dicks mm-hmm. but you sometimes have to go out and explain to people it doesn't matter what language they speak yeah. if it's Mixteco Alto, Mixteco Bajo, Zapoteco mm-hmm. it doesn't matter because that's just it's not going to fly and right. it doesn't matter what language someone speaks or what background they have yeah you have to treat everybody the same and it's a challenge mm-hmm. in our industry and in agriculture especially because you have such a mixture of people from different countries and different right. languages yeah. and so i really appreciated that role because it gave such a it it gave a platform mm-hmm. to a very underrepresented community and i think Absolutely, yeah. you know we can all agree that in the u.s native americans have been very underrepresented yeah and so it was very refreshing and i know a lot of people in my industry appreciated it as well that it gave an, a platform to a type of person that normally does not have a platform that needs one yeah. very desperately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mm-hmm. totally agree. Representation is perhaps maybe the better way to, other than platform, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, no, it's totally true because it is raising that issue up of like... Yeah, absolutely. There's still like these people in Mexico who are just shit on like constantly. Like yeah. they mm-hmm. have a, a tough... Like 
you think you see a poor person in Mexico and then you go to these indigenous communities and you're like, holy fucking shit. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. just like a whole other level of like poverty and it's, it's fucking sad. So it is good that they're like, they got an indigenous actress and they're telling that side of the story as opposed to like the other side of it, the, the mom side of it or yeah. whatever. But And that's yeah. crazy because like I think that, that movie takes place in the 60s or 70s. Yeah, so for you to be like, yeah. it's still happening yeah, it is. Is, is pretty crazy. Yeah. yeah. But I think it's great that as a culture, we can reflect and recognize that we need to tell those stories. Did you know oh. that? By the time you're 35, 66% of everyone your same age has already lost their hair. And the thing is, once you notice it, it's already gone, friends. So you got to get on that shit stuff. You got to get on that stuff before, <laughs> before it starts to lose you. Because once it starts to go, it is already too late. So what would you do if it's just business up there as usual this time next year? There is a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, sexual wellness, and more for men. And that is HIMS. Here. <laughs> Here's, here's the, here's the thing I have, I have in my history, I started losing my hair when I was 16, 17 years old. And You're it still has very sexy, baby. Just, that's, enough, that's enough out of you. There is a, <laughs> we, we're not supposed to lie in these advertisements. The, um, oh, the, the thing that was jarring for me was a lot of like built in societal stuff that I couldn't help but like feel weird about. And even though I knew that I wasn't defined by how much hair I had on my head and that I am more than the follicles on top of my body, I am still... I was very bashful and I've been fighting this like huge fear of being noticed for my receding hairline my entire life. So I have done this stuff uh, that hymns you will hear in hymns advertisements everywhere where they're saying like, oh, it's awkward. You have to go to doctors and you have to get all these expensive things. I've done all of that stuff. I am very experienced in the panic and the extraordinary expense that it takes to do this on your own and to go through the system to do it. And this is so much easier than anything that I had to do my entire, I'm, I'm, this was, it was over 10 years ago that I started losing my hair and this is the first time that this has been a streamlined process. So I can very much endorse that this stuff works. It's the same stuff that I've been getting from doctors and it is actually a, a simple process and it's not something that's, you have to, you have to feel embarrassed about. At the end of the day, you're more important than how you look, no matter who you are, what gender you are and what you're going through and your hair is not a definition of your worth, but it is something that is ingrained into us to feel bashful about, and there's nothing wrong with feeling embarrassed. And if you want to do something about it, this is the way to do it. So, friends, we got a we got a we got a special we got a special. Here it is. My listeners get a trial month of hymns for just five dollars today, right now, while supplies last. So, see the website for full details. Uh, this would cost hundreds, and I can, I can guarantee it costs way more than hundreds uh, if you went to the doctor or a pharmacy. Oh, so, go to slash Pine. That's f o r h i m s dot com slash p i n e. Forhims dot com slash pine to go ahead and turn that clock backwards and fix your head. Have a good time, y'all. I remember losing my virginity and being like, "This is the worst. Why do people ever have sex?" And then I was like, after a few times, like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, oh, I guess. Yeah. I lost my virginity, and then the guy was like, "Oh, I didn't actually believe that you were a virgin." And I was like, "Why?" And he was like, "Cause you like weren't scared of it, and Aww. and you just like did it, and like Ew. we had just met." And I was like, "Yeah, well, I, I'm curious, like." Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what fucking sex silly. was. That's such a weird know. fucking thing to say. Yeah, you were scared. Like a serial rapist? Yeah. <laughs> Do you want me to be scared? <laughs> yeah. The next day at school, he told our entire so school. Oh, so God. I come to school the next day, and everyone's like, you had sex with this junior boy or whatever. It was such a big deal in high school. Yeah. Well, it was yeah. sucked when I, I went to a Catholic private school, and oh. then like everyone was like, I went to oh public. So. Yeah. I remember, though, yeah. for my first time, I was like, the next day at school, no one knew or anything, but I was like, 
felt like a new person. I came into school. <laughs> like, like, no one knew. Tell. I was like, I was like, oh, my God, I know what it's like. Yeah. <laughs> and I, you're, like, looking at yeah. all your peers. You're like, yeah. someday, <laughs> you'll know. I only dated girls in high school. So then when I got to college and I was like, oh, maybe I like boys. Then I, like, finally <laughs> lost my virginity. I was like, that was fucking lame. See, that wasn't I, anything like I that. feel like I had a similar experience to you in that yeah. in my early adolescence, I, did, I dated girls. Mm-hmm. And then going into late high school college I was like oh wait I like boys yeah that's all me too yeah it was I think for me like my so I went to an arts high school and it was very like there's mostly super hot girls there there was like no guys and I had a ton of hormones I was a fucking teenager yeah yeah so I was like I still want to have sex and like experiment and do all that stuff so I was like hot girls perfect it works but then you go into like the real world and you're like I don't know. Maybe, maybe that wasn't actually the thing. What maybe I just wanted to have sex. Yeah. yeah. So you never really know. Yeah. No. I wish I could lose my virginity again, though. I thought about it, and I was like, if I just like lied, I think I could get away with it. Oh, I totally wish that I had just been like, oh, save it till I'm 25. <laughs> you know, like. yeah, if anyone like, is really young and like wanting to experience sex, or whatever, I feel like there is like something special about saving it. I don't know what that's like, but I feel like could be special i think there's like a pressure when you're young and you're like oh man like yeah yes yes you absolutely know, i yeah. just gotta get rid of it i feel like it's like, like all my friends had done it and i uh, had been waiting a long time and yeah. so i was the one that had, had like, been waiting and raging hormones like i feel like i was just so horny like all yeah, the time and it was too. like this like secretive like no one else is feeling this but me like mm-hmm. this is my shame it's a, have you guys yeah. seen big mouth on netflix yes. yeah. i feel like yeah. every oh, yes. every like 13 year old should watch that now it's yeah. so great because then it, they'd be like oh i'm not the only one that like yeah, but, that's like, puberty. But, but we always like talk about little boys or like teenage boys or so no, it's about girls though too. They're on Big Mouth, yeah, but yeah. I feel like yeah, no one ever like it's just assumed that as a girl you're just not you're like this shy like delicate right. flower that doesn't. Yeah, but you're right. fucking horny as shit I've, as a little yeah, girl. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and it yeah. depends on when you start going through it's puberty. So I remember I started my period in third grade, and I was one of oh the very God, I, very wow. early, oh, and yeah. so I remember it just it happens. No matter when it happens to you, it happens to you so suddenly, regardless of gender, right. mm-hmm. regardless of sexual preference. And so you're on this fucking train to yeah. figure out how to satisfy that I was, that urge. But I also feel like there's this like there's this like thing where they think like women are changed the second a dick is inside of you. And it's no. like, no. we're not. No. It's, it's okay. It's o- and it's okay to have bad sex. You never it's have okay. to have a dick inside you, first of all. Yeah. You yeah. never have no. to have one inside no. you. I was changed. <laughs> like, like an unsatiable thirst was awakened. I was like, I will never not have Honestly, a dick Honestly, I think that happened. Like, the first, right now. Yeah, the first guy I had sex with, I was like, I don't want to have sex with you again. But it was never. the same where I was like, this is a very intimate sensation that I've never had with anybody else and when, like this person has been awakened but that me. could be with anybody you care it's about yeah, yeah. the yeah, person that I lost my virginity to is the guy that keeps hitting me up every fucking really? year oh, and I have zero bad organs bad organs <gasps> You know, if we ever need advice for, for stocks, we go to Robinhood. If we need advice for losing our hair, we go to Hims. And if we lose, we need advice for clothing, we go to Stitch Fix. And I really appreciate all of them I'm signing for up for supporting Stitch our Fix podcast. Next week. Go sponsors. Yeah, I really do. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Beyond the Pine, number 77, and also Sugar Fine, number three. I love all of you. Thank you for being my Galentines. I love 
each and every one of you so much. Inside my